Welcome to Magnetic Success, the podcast for ambitious female entrepreneurs ready to ditch the struggle, unlock their inner power, break through their hidden mindset blocks, and up-level their life. I'm your host, Kirsty Kamarowskis, and I'm a mindset expert, success coach, and seven-figure entrepreneur. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful mindset tips, manifestation techniques, and spiritual tools and practices to help you embody the most successful version of you, so you can leverage the power of your mind and law of attraction to transform your business from the inside out and create a life without limits. Welcome to another episode of the Magnetic Success Podcast. So today we are going to be talking all about who we are really and about conscious creating. So it's going to go a little bit deeper than usual, but this really does form the basis of everything. Like this is the foundational piece to everything that we're trying to do if we're using law of attraction, if we're, you know, we're trying to manifest things, then we need to really understand the principles behind it. And part of this is really understanding who we are, because so many of us are acting from our old paradigm. We're acting from a program that's been created in our minds many, many, many years, decades even ago, that isn't really truly reflective of who we are, what we're capable of. And when we dig a little bit deeper and we start unlearning this process of growth and you know we start going through it when we start getting into manifestation and wanting to manifest and wanting to use the law of attraction this process of growth is really about deconditioning our minds it's about unlearning we have to unlearn before we can relearn so it's about removing you know the old paradigm about removing all those limitations about removing all those old outdated and inaccurate ideas about who we are and what we're capable of and what we're here to do so that we can then start understand really who we are and what we can do. So, you know, you see the most successful people out in the world absolutely killing it. They know their power. They know what they're capable of. They're not identifying with an old paradigm of who they thought they were when they were seven, right? Which most of us are because we haven't replaced it and that's all and that's okay. It's just the people that are absolutely killing it. You know, they're coming from a different angle. They're seeing themselves in a completely different way. They're seeing themselves as completely powerful, right? So I just wanted to have this conversation with you so that we can see if we can start closing that gap. So you can start seeing yourself as an equal because the reality is we're all made the same. We are all made exactly the same with exactly the same power, with exactly the same ability to create the only difference is in our thinking, it's in our minds, it's in our programming, it's in our beliefs, it's the only thing. And we know that whatever's going on in our mind is ultimately going to dictate the actions that we take, which will give us the results, right? So it all is in the mind. So if you already sort of know about manifestation, maybe you practice spirituality or you you might even teach it, or you know about law of attraction, then you probably already understand what I'm going to be talking about. But Again, are you embodying it? Because we can all know all this stuff. We can all read all this stuff. We can hear all this stuff. We can read all this stuff. But unless we're embodying it and actually integrating it, then it's not going to change our lives. It's not going to do anything. Like it's just more knowledge we're collecting. Remember when I've talked about the knowing doing gap that Bob Proctor always talked about is we're knowing at a conscious level what we need to do, but subconsciously our actions are still being kind of dictated to by an old paradigm, by old beliefs. So we're not actually doing the things we know we should be doing, right? We're always saying, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know that. I've heard this before. I've heard this a million times. Yeah, but are we doing it? 
Are we embodying it? Are we living it? Is it has it become one of our life's principles, right? Are we in alignment with that idea or that knowledge through our thoughts, our feelings, our actions and, and our behavior or not? Because that's where the gap is. So let's talk about who we are then. So first of all, I think the easiest way to talk about this is by talking about who we're not, right? So you're not your body. We identify with our body so much, don't we, to the point that we just guilt and shame ourselves over it many times, looking in the mirror and judging ourselves for what we look like and all of these kind of things. But the essence of who we are, we are not our body. We're not our hand. We're not our leg. You know, you can replace so much of your body and still be alive, right? Even our organs, we can have transplants. Like so much of us can be replaced. So how can we be our body if we can be replaced? And when you're looking at it, Bob Proctor always said this, you know, this is my arm. You're looking at my arm. Well, who's the my? If it's my arm, who am I? Whose arm does it belong to, right? So we aren't our body, even though we identify with it so much. You're not your mind. Your mind is a mental program going on and on in your brain. Most of it is programmed and automatic. It's running on autopilot. That isn't who you are. Like we tell ourselves such awful things and we think that's who we are, but it is just a program. It's just an activity that's going on and on and on, right? In our minds. Like we, you can't even take a picture of your mind. There's no picture of your mind. There's no, you couldn't x-ray it in your body. Like it's another part of us that's completely invisible, <laughs> but it's an activity. It's just going round and round and round. You know, it's there to keep us alive. It's there to help us create, but that's not who we are. We aren't our mind. You're not your thoughts. Again, you know, when I said we can identify with the inner critic and the things that we say to ourselves, but those thoughts aren't who we are. We aren't our thoughts because we can hear our thoughts, right? When we actually get quiet, when we actually notice what's going on in our mind, we're observing, we become an observer. So that observer, that's who we are. We're not the thoughts that are going on because we can observe them. If we couldn't, if we were our thoughts, we wouldn't be able to observe them, right? There's something behind the thoughts. So we are, if you've ever read, you've probably read Rhonda Burns' The Secret, but if you've ever read her book, The Greatest Secret, she talks about, she went on for 10 years, I think, after releasing The Secret and was just studying all religions, all scriptures. She just went on an absolute you know, rabbit, went round down a rabbit hole, like really trying to understand all of this. And she talks about all of this in her book. And she talks about us being consciousness. We are consciousness. We are awareness. Like whatever it is that we are, it's aware of everything. It's aware of what we look like, who we are, what we're saying, what we're hearing. Like that's why you can hear and notice so much, even when things are coming out of your mouth and you're thinking, why am I saying that? And you're thinking, who's that? Who's that voice that's saying that, right? So we're consciousness. We're like the biggest part of us is completely invisible. They can measure the energy leaving our body when we die. But when we die, like where the thing that made us wasn't our body, like the essence of us, we are consciousness, we are energy. We're a spiritual being in a human body. And that is what we are. And the more we can identify with our truth as just this spiritual energy, this source energy, this life force energy, then we can start to remove those feelings of unworthiness, the feelings that, how can I do this? I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough for this. When we realize and understand that we're all the same, 
And we have all been made in exactly the same way with this amazing ability to create, to attract, to manifest. Then all of a sudden, you know, people don't have to be on pedestals anymore and we don't have to put ourselves right down there. We don't have to tell ourselves that we're not worthy of receiving what we want because this has happened or we're that kind of person or we've got this weakness or this. You know, when we understand what we are and we are here to express, we are here to grow, we are here to evolve. We came here to just create and manifest and enjoy and feel all the feelings and experience all the experiences, right? So when we think about our desires, you know, so many different words are used for this, right? So people might identify with using the word God, other people universe, other people mother nature, other people life force, other people divine mind, other people consciousness, right? Whatever it is, like it's all relating to kind of the same thing. Like we are this we have this life force running through us. Like just think about when we cut ourselves or we hurt ourselves, you know, our our body has a natural healing ability, right? And we can actually, we know from people like Joe Dispenza can get instant healings in his sessions, in his, on his seminars and things. They can be instantly healed from being paralyzed from cancer. He has proof of all of this. And of course he was a doctor first, right? As well, wasn't he? So He has all the proof. He measures so much of this data on machines and all sorts of things. So, you know, we have this incredible ability. We have this life force running through us that can help us heal, sometimes instantaneously, from something that we should never, in theory, in modern society, be able to heal ourselves from. But people do. People have instant manifestations, right? We have, so we have this life force running through us. And it's just like when we look at nature you know, things die all the time, but then they come back and grow. Like every year, the the leaves fall off the trees. They come back bigger and better every single year. Like I was thinking recently about this place I used to live and just down the road of it, there was massive wildfires and all the forests got burnt down and there was nothing left and it was so barren and it was so sad. And just a few years later, you know, you start slowly seeing all the trees starting to grow And then after about five, six years, all of a sudden it's lush and it's green and it's like it never happened. It's better than before because you just can't stop this life force, this life energy, just bringing life to everything. And it's through us. It's like, you know, having a baby, this seed gets planted. (laughs) But, you know, from the minute you conceive, it's not really your job to grow the baby. Like you have to nurture your body. You have to look after yourself. You have to do all these things, but it's taking care of itself. Right, there's something, there's an intelligence within our body, within the whole universe that knows how to do all of this, that is doing all of this, is giving life to everything. So we want to understand that we have that running through us, we have that surrounding us. And this is what is responding to us and who we're being. So when we want to manifest, this is about consciousness. Our consciousness is creating whatever it is in our lives, right? So whatever is going on in our mind is being projected outside of us. So I talk about our life being a mirror. Our life is a mirror of our mind. It's showing us, it's reflecting back to us whatever is going on in here, because this is where we create from. So if you've read The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Wattles, he talks about a thinking stuff, doesn't he? He talks about a thinking stuff that basically molds itself around your thoughts. And actually, I've got it here. So I can tell you specifically what he says. And it's a whole book, and I'm sure most of you have read it. There's a thinking stuff from which all things are made and which in its original state permeates 
penetrates and fills the interspaces of the universe. A thought in this substance produces the thing that is imaged by the thought. Man can form things in his thought, and by impressing his thought upon formless substance, can cause the thing he thinks about to be created. So he's talking about this. He calls it thinking stuff. He calls it formless substance. There is something that is this life force, this intelligence that is responding to everything around us all the time, including us, and it's responding to our thoughts. And this is where we need to create from. It's from our thoughts, which we know are both conscious and subconscious, right? In um, Neville Goddard's book, The Power of Awareness, he says, man's chief delusion is his conviction that there are causes other than his own state of consciousness. All that befalls a man, all that is done by him, all that comes from him happens as a result of his state of consciousness. A man's consciousness is all that he thinks and desires and loves, all that he believes is true and consents to. That is why a change of consciousness is necessary before you can change your outer world. And another one, I mean, this is through all of these books, right? If you are like me and you've read all these books, this is just through all of these books. And another one which I really love, You Too Can Be Prosperous by Robert A. Russell. He says, our whole work is to keep our thoughts pure and our consciousness true. If divine substance, that's another word for formless substance, thinking stuff, is momentarily shaping itself around our thoughts, and materializing in our life the things that we think about, we must keep our minds off our troubles and keep them centered in God. So obviously replace the word God if it doesn't resonate with anything else, universe, divine mind, mother nature. So we're being told the same all the time. It is our thoughts. It's our consciousness. This is something that I talk about all the time as well. And the problem is we end up focusing so much on what we don't want, focusing on our problems, getting lost in the 3D world, responding to the circumstances, responding to the conditions. We get so stuck, like on those, I talked about roadblocks the other day, road humps, roadblocks, I think I called them on the podcast. And it's like, we reach this roadblock and we just stop and we look at it and we keep looking at it and talking about it and trying to figure out how to get over it. But we could just walk over it, right? We could just elevate our minds. We could just you know, zoom out a little bit and just look further down the road to what it is that we're wanting to achieve, what we're wanting to be, what we're wanting to do and stay focused there. And in no time, we either, either the road bump disappears or we just find it so easy to just scoot over it. It's not, it's suddenly not, doesn't feel as big and overwhelming and overbearing to jump over or to climb over. All of a sudden it's like, yeah, what was I even worried about? You know what that's like when you just get so stuck in a problem and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, the more emotions that you throw at it and the more you think about it, the more you bring other people into it, the more you talk about it, the bigger it gets. And suddenly there's so much drama and this thing seems so big. But when you can zoom out and stay focused on what it is that you want and know that actually what I'm focused on, I'm creating consciously, I'm going to go over here. You've come from a different level of mind. Albert Einstein always said you can't solve a problem from the same level of mind it was created in. So by you know, I always talk about switching, just go back to the vision. What is it that you want? What is it you're trying to achieve? Feel like you're already there. Imagine that you're already there. Then because you've moved yourself from the problem end to the solution end, you've shifted your vibration, you've shifted your thinking, your energy, your emotions, you're on a completely different level of operation. So you get different ideas. And then suddenly you get that idea that makes getting over that road hump like 
super simple. And you're like, what was that whole drama about? Why did I even get so locked down in it, right? We all have them probably more often than we'd care to admit. So we want to just be understanding that our we are just this super powerful being, you know, at our very essence. We're just love and light. And you can feel that when you meditate, when you put your hand on your heart, when you get quiet and you just, if you allow yourself to just be quiet, if you allow yourself just to feel and be present, then you just get these good feelings arising. Now, where are they arising from? It's our true nature. It's our inherent nature. Even if you're having a hard time, if you just close your eyes and you just sit and you be and you shut off the outside world, there's like a feeling of relief. There's like a feeling of calm. You know, where is this coming from? It's coming from our true nature, who we really are. The, we are so much bigger than this body. We expand so far past this body. I mean, you know, we have auras that already go past that, but we expand so much further and we're all connected and we're connected to whatever it was that created us. God, creator, you know, universe, divine mind again. We're created. And so we have been given this ability to create and we've been given it through our minds. And what makes our minds different, this is something else that Bob Proctor talked about a lot, what makes our minds different to every other mammal on the planet is that we have been given different faculties so that we can actually focus, so that we can actually create. So he talks about the six mental faculties. Let's make sure I can remember these all in one go. Perception. We can shift our perception at any time to change how we are receiving and interpreting something which will change how we're thinking, feeling and acting, right? So perception is powerful, something we use in coaching all the time. Our imagination is what we create from. If our consciousness is creating, we need to tap into our imagination and create something new in our minds, right? Because otherwise, if we're just looking at the stuff that's already here, that's not using our imagination. We're just looking, we're just observing, we're regurgitating, we're reacting and responding. We're not creating involves us going in our imagination. So we've been given the ability to imagine so we can create something new and something different. The will. We have been given our will so that we can stay focused on what it is that we want, so that we can keep diverting back to our imagination, so that we can choose to use our perception to see things in a different way. Our will is to help us stay true to who we are, to what we want, and what we're creating. It's a mental, these are all mental muscles, guys. These are all things that we need to work on when you don't use any of them. It's like going to the gym and expecting to lift a load of heavy weights when you've never been before. You haven't been in 10 years, right? You need to build it up. And all of these are muscles that need building, but they are part of your creative toolbox. So that's the world. You've got reason. We don't have to accept everything we hear as true, right? Our subconscious will accept anything that we tell it. So more often than not, we're listening to things that make us feel fearful, things that make us feel lack, things that make us feel anxious. But our, we have reasoning, like we can choose to analyze and reject that. Like, is this what I want to be thinking? Is this going to help me to achieve what I want to achieve? Is this any good for me? Is this an alignment, right? We don't have to accept and embody everything that we hear. So the next one, intuition. We have something inside of us that's guiding us. So when we when we talk about manifestation and we're saying, you don't need to know the how, the how is going to unfold for you, right? We just need to be the receiver of the ideas. We need to be the receiver of the nudges. Well, this all comes through intuition. This all comes from a broader perspective. Like we, if we knew how to do things, we'd already have them, right? We'd already have it. If we knew how to get to where we wanted to be, we'd already be there. 
We don't know. So our mind is very limited by what we think we know. And that's all based on our past experience. None of it is about tomorrow's experience because we haven't experienced it yet. So when we trust in our intuition, when we when we listen to our intuition, when we allow something, we're allowing something that's bigger than us to guide us from a broader perspective. And as you know, when you're manifesting something and you get into vibration, you get into alignment, the universe just rearranges things so that you meet the right people. You see the right things. You might get, I don't know, you might see a link on a on a website or receive an email that's going to give lead you to somewhere that's going to take you that next step to where you want to be. You might, an ad might flash up. Someone might phone you out of the blue. Someone might contact you. The universe is moving these things and like, so that we can co-create with it and so that it can meet us when we need it in the right time, in the right way. You know, there's thousands, thousands and thousands and thousands of different ways that things can happen for us. So that's its job, right? But we can't, co-create and we can't allow that to happen if we're not going to tap into our intuition because we can't get there from our logical mind. It won't help us. It doesn't know. So we need to listen to that heart, those gut feelings, the nudges. That's what we need to be listening to. So the last one, and I always do this, number six, memory. (laughs) Of course, right? Is memory. We have this amazing memory, right? So the way I like to look at this is the memory is a muscle. We can train our memory to remember so many things. But the way I look at it is we always choose to remember the things that we don't like. We remember so quickly and so sharply and so strongly the mistakes, the failures, the things that didn't work, the things that are going wrong, the things we don't like about ourselves. What so-and-so said, what so-and-so said. You know, we remember all these, we remember all the disempowering things so easily. We need to train ourselves to remember the amazing things. How often do we remember our successes, our achievements, the problems we've overcome, the things that make us spectacular and amazing and unique, the things that people say to us, you know, people are always telling us, aren't they? Things about ourselves that we can't always see. And we're like, I just don't see that. Like, I can't believe you think that of me. Like, I don't see it like that at all. We never remember those. We dismiss them. But wouldn't they're reflecting actually what we're sending out. So they're giving us a true picture back. We're just limited by our own mind. But wouldn't it be amazing to remember those things instead? Because then we'd be building up our self-image in a more empowering and actually more authentic and real way than the self-image that we build that is around our limits and our weaknesses and the things we don't like about ourselves and our failures and our regrets and our mistakes. So we need to be able to use our memory too. So we were given in a positive way. So we've been given this toolbox, this mental toolbox, mental faculties, all designed to help us create this life. So how many of these are you using all the time to create, right? We need to be working with our mind. So what gets in our way? The stuff that I always talk about. First of all, it's lack of understanding, which is why I wanted to put, you know, do this live in this episode today is to try and help with some of that. We go into it a lot deeper in Unstoppable. We have a lot more videos around this sort of stuff. But when we start to understand, we can make it less about us and our own limits and our own perception of what we can and can't do. And we can make it about uh, this is, it's another law of the universe. It's just, it's just the way it is. Like gravity, like the fact that all the planets are spinning in orbit, orbit perfectly. We're not crashing into planets all the time. We're not, you know, how is this all happening, right? When we can look at it like that, 
And our job is to think, focus, feel, and act upon the things that we want and really create those strong ideas in our mind so that we change our consciousness, we change our way of thinking, we change what formless substance and thinking stuff is molding itself around. When we just see it as a, this is how it works, it is not discriminate, it's not personal, it's nothing to do with me, it works the same for me as it does for someone that's horrible and evil. You know, there's no worthiness in there, there's no, if you're good you get this and if you're not, but we, we tend to have that when we're looking at people with all these things that we want, we tend to think it's because we're not worthy, we're not deserving. We're all worthy, we're all deserving. We all have the same ability to create, right? So we need to choose to use that. We need to choose that actually I can do this, I want to do this, I can be like everybody else, you know, with the things that they're having and the things that I want and the freedom I want, the adventure I want, the fun and the abundance and the love and the money and the wealth, you know, I want it all. So this comes from our consciousness. So other things that get in the way, which are things I've already spoken about, especially this week on the podcast. Well, it'll be last week by the time this one airs, which is the success blockers, seven success blockers, right? So, you know, one of them being healing, like we don't heal our past wounds. We have traumas and wounds from when we we're a kid and we don't heal them. And they're, they're still, you know, the inner child, it's still deep within us self-sabotaging everything we're doing while with our conscious mind, we're trying to do X, Y, and Z, but we're self-sabotaging without even knowing that we're doing it and things aren't working and we're not in the right vibration and we're attracting all the things that we don't want. And it's because we're not looking at this holistic level. We're not looking at this from a bigger picture of the whole of us, the whole of who we are, the whole of what needs to be worked on, right? To get us into alignment we have a lack of faith. We just think that we're in it by ourselves and there's no one here to help us because of our past experiences, because no one showed up before. We don't realize that this strength, this power, this ability is within us. Like even when we're talking about thinking substance and formless substance and, you know, God, universe, mother nature, like this is all within us. Like we don't need to go outside of us to, to achieve it, to create it, to be it. It's all within us. We need to start looking inside healing inside, changing how we think, changing our paradigm, changing how we see ourselves, our identity. It holds us up back so much when we are identifying with failures, with mistakes, when we're identifying with the parts of us that we're not so keen on, when we're criticizing, self-judging, self-blaming. These are the things that need healing. These are the things that need work on because they're all adding to the self-sabotage. They're all adding to our inability to focus on what we want because we're pulling our focus away because we don't feel worthy and deserving, right? So we've just got swept into the paradigm, the old paradigm of hustling and working. We have we think that our worth's outside of us. We think our worthiness is really dependent on what we've achieved and how much money we make and you know how our kids, what grades they get and all of these things. But we are innately worthy. It's nothing to do with outside of us and it's everything to do with inside of us. And the more we can unlock, and that is why I called this the podcast Magnetic Success. That is why this is everything that I do with my clients is because I want to start unlocking more success from within you because you don't need to go to someone else to find it, right? You need to cultivate it from inside because there's so much power. And when you become magnetic, when you change your consciousness, when you change how you feel, when you heal, when you feel whole, 
When you understand who you really are, then you become magnetic and you effortlessly attract things that you want into your life. And that's what this is all about. So if you've been struggling with manifestation or law of attraction, if you've been struggling to hit, this even is related to income goals, business goals. There's just a, there's, it's disjointed. There's a disconnect between what it is that you're asking for and your consciousness, your thinking, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. There's a disconnect there and it could be self-sabotage, right? So we need to understand how to close that gap, how to get into alignment so that we can actually be the powerful creators. We are here to create. We're not here to respond, to react. We're not here to be a victim to life, but we will feel like that. And that will be our experience if we don't choose to use our mental faculties and our consciousness to create what it is that we want. Then we become life's plaything, right? And then other people who are consciously creating, we can get drawn into that because we are leaving ourselves open and susceptible to anything. Whereas when we're consciously creating, we have powerful intentions. We are deciding. We're deciding what we're available for. We're deciding what we're not available for. We're deciding what we're worthy of. We're deciding what we want, right? So I hope this has helped deepen some of your understanding. I want to have these powerful conversations that make you think differently, that break through to another level, that make us stop and think, oh, I've not thought about that really. And maybe that's why this is like this. And that's, that's like that, right? I just, I want us to go deeper to really, really understand so that we can really start to leverage the law of attraction manifestation. Cause it's all there. You're the universe is your plaything. You're not the plaything of the universe. The universe is your plaything. So let's start making it that. So if you've enjoyed today's episode and you want to take that next step in conscious creation, There's two ways you can take that next step so that you don't have to go into 2023 with the same problems, the same failures, the same frustrations as you possibly have experienced in 2022, or you just want to up-level, you want to get to that next level, but you want to make sure you're creating from conscious awareness. You want to make sure that you're being deliberate and intentional so that you can release all the crap that's been holding you back. You can let go of all of that and you can really focus on what were the things that really got in your way. What are the things that I'm willing to clear? What are the things I'm willing to release? What are the things that I have just had enough of because they're just not true about me? And how do I want to see myself? What do I want to create in the next 12 months? What is my 2023 going to look like? And who do I need to be? What is that version of me that needs to step up and confidently walk into 2023 to create that as my reality, consciously, intentionally, and deliberately? So there's two ways you can do that with me before Christmas, if this resonates. One is the three-day workshop, which is called Your Best Year Yet. And we will do exactly that. I'll drop the links, all the links below, and it'll be available if you want to do, if it's something that you want to do during Christmas, then it'll be, you'll have all the recordings or you can book. This is something that I've never done before and I won't be doing. It's only for a limited time just to help you get you set up for 2023. It won't be available next year. And it's laser 30 minute one to one 2023 breakthrough coaching call. So it's 30 minute laser coaching call to help you do exactly this, to help you identify what it is that's held you back. Look for those blind spots. What are those things that got in your way this year that you're not even aware of? Let's bring them to the surface. Let's bring them into your consciousness so that you can let them go. And let's figure out what it is that you need to change within you to just have your best year yet. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, this live thank you so much for joining and tuning in. 
I'll see you again soon. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it's inspired you to unlocking more of the success that's already within you. Make sure you check out the show notes in the description for a full rundown of the episode and all the important links. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend on social media and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts as well. Let me know what you enjoyed about this episode and that review. I really love hearing feedback from you and it helps me figure out how I can serve and support you moving forward. And if you want to go deeper, follow me on the grams at Kirsty Kamarowskis for more inspiration or visit my website at www.mindmuse.co.uk.